3: This is World Soccer Talk Radio here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I am your host, Nate Abaurea. Get at me on Twitter the way many of you have just in the last few hours and late last night as well. My handle at Nate WST, WST standing for World Soccer Talk. You can get it, all of us on Twitter at World Soccer Talk. Also be sure to follow at Sports Byline USA for updates. Gary Brooks is going to be with us the heads of the Arlington Spurs, a Tottenham supporters club in Arlington, Virginia. I love these Premier League supporters clubs in America, whether they're in California, all along the Eastern Seaboard, the Pacific Northwest, the South, wherever they may be, I love these things. I cannot wait to talk with Gary about all things Arlington Spurs and their pub that they call home in in the old court district of Arlington, can't wait to get into that. But before we talk Tottenham and, and talk Premier League, got to talk about something that I read last night that thousands of people read last night. I read it because it was shared by people that I follow on Twitter about 300,000 times. It was the Grant Wall interview with the Soccer Don, with Mr. Don Garber. Now, I have to preface everything that I'm about to say right now with this. I mean no disrespect to Grant Walt with anything that I say right now. With that being said, this interview made me laugh, made me cringe, also made me gag a little bit. There are certain parts about Los Angeles FC, the, the new LAFC and the $110 million check that they... Paid up front, their entrance for entrance fee into Major League Soccer, and so much that went with that. And I, I think back to having Mister Soccernomics on the show, Stefan Samansky, and and everything that that Stefan talks about. Go read this interview. Go go read this interview. I know many of you already have. If you read that interview, and specifically, there, there were three or four questions that relate to this. If you read that interview and still want to tell me that Major League Soccer in its current form is not a glorified pyramid scheme, I don't know what to tell you. This article was filled with so much commissioner jargon and and commissioner speak. And look, it was an A-plus interview. It's Grant Wall, for God's sake. It's Ivy League. It's outstanding. What I want with Don Garber... I don't want an A-plus interview. I want alternative soccer media to get to ask Don Garber some questions. If that will ever happen, I don't know. But I will hope and pray that some alternative soccer media will get a chance to interview Don Garber someday. Check out the interview, though, when you get a chance. Grant Wall with the soccer Don himself. Back with Gary Brooks after this World Soccer Talk Radio.
0: See the world's best matches live wherever you are, with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more, anytime,
4: anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com.
2: Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lynn had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at IQlaservision.com. That's IQlaservision.com.
4: If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, com
0: cheers business loans now is most known for 60 minute approvals and same day funding for businesses across this greatest nation on god's green earth this is michael medved for business loans now where your business cash flow is way more important than personal credit funding can be used for cash flow equipment payroll and startups business loans now can also help with additional funding if your business has recently been underfunded by another lender To find out how much your business could qualify for, I encourage you to visit businessloansnow.com. For over 75 years, GEICO's kept an eye on the future,
5: keeping customers happy with things like 24-7 customer support and emergency roadside service. And to prove it, here's one of our commercials from over 75 years ago.
0: At GEICO, we promise to always find innovative new ways to serve you. In fact, we're so innovative, in 75 years, they'll listen to this old radio commercial and think... Wow, they were innovative.
5: Wow, we are innovative. GEICO, saving people money for over 75 years. And now, more of
3: World Soccer Talk Radio, right here on Sports Byline and SportsByline.com. Welcome to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Nate Abaurea. Tweet me at WST. And get a hold of all of us at World Soccer Sock. Our guest in this edition of the show, his name is Gary Brooks. And we're talking all about a very special supporters club located in Arlington, Virginia. Some folks with a real deep fondness for Tottenham. It's the Arlington Spurs that we're discussing today. Gary Brooks, thank you so much for coming on. Hi, Nate. Thanks very much for having me. Absolutely. So let's get right into this thing. Tell us how the Arlington Spurs came to be? Uh, Yeah, okay. Uh, We've been an official supporters
6: club of uh, Tottenham Hotspur for three years now. We started in 2012. Um, I would say I started um, going regularly to watch the games at a wonderful Irish pub called Ireland's Four Courts in Courthouse Arlington um, about 10 years ago. Um, And about 2009, 2010, I started to bump into occasional other fans of Tottenham in there. Um, you know, Arlington County is uh, only has a population of about 230,000, so we're not a huge catchment area. Um, but within probably a year, there were five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of us uh, were all watching games together, and somebody had the bright idea of uh, forming a, an official supporters club. And there's a lot of benefits that come with that. Uh, Tottenham do a really good job of uh, involving us with the club, uh, involving us in events when they come and tour in the U.S., sending us materials, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, So we formed in 2012, and we've steadily and rapidly increased our numbers to the point where today we stand at about 60 um, full memberships within the club.
3: Now, Gary, you're originally from England. You grew up in the southeast of England, and and you've been a a Spurs supporter for quite a long time now. Tottenham have an amazing connection, though, with... America, uh, an amazing connection with the American fan base. And I feel like they they take an extra that they put in extra effort that some clubs might not put in. And, And even outside of of the Manchester City's, the Chelsea's, the United's, the Liverpool's, I feel like Tottenham, as far as attention to an American fan base, they give as much as anybody. Why do you think that is?
6: Yeah, that, that's really true, and it's something that when we became an official club and we started speaking to the club, we were very aware of. They made it clear to us uh, it was a very high priority of theirs to to put a lot of focus on the U.S. fan base. Uh, as a result of that, we see a lot of uh, native uh, U.S. people coming into the Arlington Spurs club. Um, Tottenham have toured the U.S. three times in the last five years, so they've had games all over the place, L.A., San Jose, uh, Chicago, Baltimore, New York, Seattle, uh, and Toronto too. Uh, I've been to a couple of those games. It's, it's always very well represented. Um, Tottenham have, I think, 39 supporters clubs uh, within North America, uh, which is more than any other Premier League club. So it's it's really clear that they've put a big focus on the U.S. And they also put a lot of um, time and effort into grassroots efforts in the U.S. as well. Uh, we've seen various um, famous U.S. players on, on the Tottenham team, and obviously that goes a long way into bringing new fans uh, under the umbrella. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think they probably put in more more effort, and more focus on the U.S. Than, than any other Premier League team. And it's definitely yielded results uh, in terms of our membership numbers.
3: I'm a San Jose earthquake supporter myself. Uh, and I, I remember back in 2009-10-ish in when the, I had to get the exact date there. But when, when the news broke that there was going to be this, this sister club relationship between the San Jose earthquakes and Tottenham Hotspur. And Tottenham came out in, uh, in the summer of 2010 on a, God, a day where it was about 115 degrees in Santa Clara and played a, uh, played a friendly <laughs> in July of 2010 uh, against the earthquakes. Gareth Bale was on the pitch that day. Robbie Keane was on the pitch that day, but there was something that ended up being much more important uh, to the San Jose earthquakes on the field. And that was a a player by the name of Simon Dawkins, who actually then enjoyed a loan spell from Tottenham to the earthquakes now now it it hasn't necessarily blossomed into what a lot of people were hoping for that that relationship for a while there between the earthquakes and tottenham but what it represented and specifically sending a player on loan who was really more of a reserve player for tottenham and is still playing his trade in the english championship and who knows could could be a premier league player uh someday soon simon dawkins but but talk about that as far as relationships with players and on-field situations and how Tottenham has has been so enthusiastic about those?
6: Yeah, I think it's not always immediately apparent what benefits these kind of relationships bring. Tottenham have a lot of them all over the world. Um, And the one with San Jose, uh, yeah, I'm aware of. I, I think the you know you, you're not necessarily expecting to see top Tottenham players come play for San Jose or even top San Jose players show up at Tottenham um, There's a lot more going on at the youth level development uh, and coaching as well, uh, as I understand it um, that Tottenham helped by providing some coaching expertise and of course what what they expect one day is that San Jose will generate players um, that could come over and play for Tottenham and that you could see more of these exchanges happening uh, to the mutual benefit of both clubs. So, you know, it may not be something that yields immediate results. It may not be something that's completely apparent on the surface what it, both sides are getting from it, but you hope in the long term that there'll, there'll be some great results from that. Were you at that match in, in San Jose in 2010? No, I didn't. I'm afraid uh, the other the other side of the country was a bit much for me at that point.
3: <laughs> you, did, you didn't make the 3,000-mile jaunt over to Santa Clara? <laughs> Not that time, not that time. You know what? No worries, because it was actually a very dire nil-nil affair in 115-degree in heat, so you didn't miss much. I'm glad you stuck to the East Coast for that one. Hey, I want to go back uh, 10 years or so. You said the uh, the Irish pub, which I'd love for you to to give the name of uh, one more time, because I love these places that were, were showing football, Before it was cool. I mean, there's that that age-old hipster line right here, you know, the the hipster (laughs) soccer pubs, you know, the places that, that put it on for the few fans that were in there. Take us back 10 years ago to that Irish pub in Arlington and talk about, you know, did you ever have any dreams at that time that you'd have a bunch of friends, a bunch of mates in Arlington, Virginia, getting together for Tottenham matches as you were sitting in this Irish pub by yourself sometimes watching your beloved Spurs play?
6: God, no, I had no clue there would be so many uh, Tottenham fans just uh, enjoying their misery on their own without getting together in one common place. So, uh, yeah, by the way, it's uh, the name is uh, Ireland's Four Courts. Uh, it's right by Courthouse Metro Station in Arlington. It's it's really a great venue. Um, a lot of Brits and Americans all together um, from all various different teams, all watching um, the soccer or football, depending on your perspective, every weekend. Um, the pub's been really, really good to us uh, in terms of making sure we can watch all of our games over the years, even when that's meant streaming from somebody's iPhone onto an Apple TV connected to a TV in the corner or whatever crazy way we've had to hook it up. Um, but, yeah, they've there's been other places in our area where, you know, they were one of the few places that could show the football and they would charge $20 cover fees and things like that. Uh, Ireland's four courts, uh, as far as I'm aware, has never done anything like that. They've always been really welcoming, and now they they've they, they're getting the benefit because it really is sort of the central hub of all football watching in in Arlington, and it, it's a great we're great very happy to be associated with it, and uh, we're there every weekend enjoying ourselves. So uh, anyone from the area who might be listening in, please come along and join us. Whatever team you are, there's there's always a, a good atmosphere for you to enjoy.
3: So Gary, you you started at this pub by yourself, maybe with a few other stragglers, a few other people, uh, as you said, you know, soaking up the misery of, of being Tottenham supporters together, and now you're still <laughs> with the same pub. The pub has been there with you through thick and thin over the last decade.
6: That's right. It's, uh, it's really been a long time. I'm sure a lot of the people who are in the club today were also sort of doing the same thing, going on on their own every now and again, and we just never ran into each other. Um, and then uh, eventually you start to uh, gather a few people, and then you get this uh, this gravity, and you start pulling people in from all around who you didn't even know were also Tottenham fans. And and the way that we've we've grown so quickly in three years, up to sixty people, just uh, never really imagined that would happen. And now when we go in for a big game and. You know, 60 is just the sort of people who've paid to be members. There are various other people who come along and join us for games. And when we can come to the pub on a weekend um, or, for example, the the League Cup final um, last season where we just had a huge turnout, you know, we can have 30, 40, 50 people um, as opposed to sitting there watching it on my own or with a couple of friends. Uh, It's such a fantastic atmosphere. And we'll we'll decorate the pub with all the flags and various things that Tottenham send to us to use. Every year they send us a flag with the, the, you know, the official Tottenham Hotspur logo and Arlington Spurs 2015-16 season written on it so we can put it up on display in the pub. And it's just a great feeling to have so many people around with a common interest and have the pub looking after us and, and Tottenham looking after our interests as well. It's, it's fantastic.
3: Well, I love it. Shout out to Ireland's four courts, without a doubt. And when we get back here on World Soccer Talk Radio, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Arlington Spurs Supporters Club, what, what's in the the near and uh, distant futures for the Supporters Club. And, of course, we'll talk about Tottenham. We'll talk about the season thus far. We'll talk about the greatness of Mauricio Pochettino. Don't want to overstate anything, but a lot of people are rather high on this man as a manager, and not just Tottenham. So- supporters will break down the the mental approach of Mauricio Pochettino on the other side of this break. It's World Soccer Talk Radio. My name is Nate Abrea. His name is Gary Brooks of the aforementioned Arlington Spurs. We're back with you after this on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: See the world's best matches
0: live wherever you are with fox soccer to go watch select live matches on your smartphone on your tablet and on your computer get the app get the games and get your fix live soccer and more anytime
4: anywhere sign up to watch the bundesliga and champions league at
2: soccerondish.com. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lynn had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at iqlaservision.com. That's iqlaservision.com.
4: IQ Laser
2: If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord
4: and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, .com cheers
0: Business Loans Now is most known for 60-minute approvals and same-day funding for businesses across this greatest nation on God's green earth This is Michael Medved for Business Loans Now where your business cash flow is way more important than personal credit Funding can be used for cash flow, equipment, payroll and startups Business Loans Now can also help with additional funding if your business has recently been underfunded by another lender To find out how much your business could qualify for, I encourage you to visit businessloansnow.com. For over 75 years, GEICO's kept an eye on
5: the future, keeping customers happy with things like 24-7 customer support and emergency roadside service. And to prove it, here's one of our commercials from over 75 years ago.
0: At GEICO, we promise to always find innovative new ways to serve you. In fact, we're so innovative, in 75 years, they'll listen to this old radio commercial and think... Wow, they were innovative.
5: Wow, we are innovative. GEICO, saving people money for over 75 years.
3: You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Berea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, welcome back in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Thanks for making us a part of your daily plans live on Sports Byline, all of our fantastic terrestrial radio affiliates, and of course in podcast form, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and com. My name's Nate Abarea, Gary Brooks of the Arlington Spurs with us here in this edition of the program, talking all about the Tottenham Supporters Club in Arlington, Virginia. And one of the things that I want to expand on, Gary, it's something that you touched on in the last segment, and that is these 39 different supporters clubs of Tottenham in North America. And there's got to be a a quality relationship between some of you guys, uh, whether it's on the East Coast, whether it's around the country. Talk about the the, the connections that you guys make with other Tottenham groups uh, here in the States. Uh, yeah, okay. It's uh, yeah, When you all suffer from a, a common affliction,
6: it does bring people together. So uh, we're lucky that where we're based, we have uh, two great supporters clubs very close by. We have D.C. Spurs just across the, the river in the big city. And uh, we have Baltimore Spurs just up the road as well. Um, so we, we've had some common events with them. We make a point once a season that we go and join D.C. Spurs for a game. And once a season, they come over to Ireland's Courts and watch a game with us. Um, so uh, that, it's a good relationship we have with them. Uh, they have also entertained uh, Baltimore Spurs. The three of us all got together at their their home in D.C., uh, the Irish Channel. And, um, you know, whenever Tottenham come and tour around the country, if there's a game in a certain city, the supporters club there will will host certain events. And, and so we're always in touch with them. It, it's a really great way to, to get to meet a lot of other people. Um, even outside of the U.S., I mean, we, we have um, – our very fine, hardest-working member of Arlington Spurs I have to give credit to Mr. John Temelis, who recently was uh, having a dream vacation in uh, Japan and watched the game with Tokyo Spurs. Um, we've I, I could probably go on for ages mentioning all the different Spurs clubs that people who would just happen to be in a certain place at a certain time have watched games with, including myself, in New York, Chicago, all over the place. So uh, it really is a, a great, huge network, and it just keeps everybody more connected to the club overall, to be honest.
3: Now, how did you first start uh, soaking in the misery of of being a Tottenham fan or or, or developing that that uh i don't want to be harsh here i'll, I'll just you know you, you use some of your words how did it come about for you originally supporting, originally putting yourself through the strenuous practice of supporting tottenham hotspur how did it start for you gary well yeah so i
6: i come from just outside of london um and with no sort of big teams around my my young self decided to sort of pick a premier league team um who he particularly enjoyed watching uh, so this was back in the mid-'80s. So we're talking sort of hoddle waddle onto gascoigne And These really were um, reasonably successful times for Tottenham as well, but also just they were just a fantastic team to watch, and that always appealed to me. Um, so, you know, there's, there's, it's not like a family connection because, in fact, my dad was a Chelsea fan and my brother is an Arsenal fan. I'm very sad to say, so that's just made my life even worse um, up until this point. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was it was really just based on a young Gary just uh, looking, watching football on TV and just thinking that that's how football should be played.
3: Have you ever uh, brought brought the dad or the brother to, to Ireland's four courts and introduced either one of them to all your fellow Tottenham supporters? Everybody's thinking like, oh, it's it's the it's the great Gary Brooks's father. He must be a, a big Tottenham supporter. And then you, you tell him that he's actually a Chelsea fan. Uh, my brother has been actually. Uh, he's been over.
6: For, he lives in England, but he's been over to visit and has been to the pub to watch a game or two with us. So uh, that was a little bit unfortunate. But you know, they're, they're family. You don't get to choose them.
3: Your brother, your brother, the gooner.
6: <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> would you Would you believe that? So, so what What's that like for you guys watching a North London derby together?
6: Well, you know what? We're actually we're we're very close and um, we treat each other quite well. We're pretty objective about the whole thing. Um, So we'll sit there and objectively analyze uh, each other's (laughs) teams and and why they're doing everything wrong. But um, occasionally the emotion gets a bit more of you, of course, over the space of the last uh, however many 20 years or whatever. um, He's had a little bit more to brag about than I have.
3: Favorite North London, North London Derby memory. I I did a big piece on the North London Derby uh, a few weeks back. Tell us your favorite North London Derby memory.
6: Wow. Well, um yeah, I guess uh you know, since Arsenal moved to North London and technically classify themselves a North London club, I'll, I'll <laughs> allow it to be called the North London derby. Um I I think probably my favorite North London derby memory would be uh 1991 FA Cup semi-final and Paul Gascoigne's free kick from about 30 yards. Uh, schoolboy stuff into the top corner past David Seaman. I think that's got to be the best moment. Uh, first ever cup semi-final held at Wembley because no other stadium could handle it, and uh, and Tottenham winning three-one to
3: go through to the final and eventually win the FA Cup. Oh Gaza, oh Gaza, absolutely <laughs> magnificent. Definitely, YouTube that one. That is that is classic Gaza. A beautiful, beautiful moment there at Wembley, 1991. All right what's next for Arlington Spurs? I mean, you guys are, to, to you know, take a page out of the manager's cliche book here, you guys are focused one match at a time, you know, keeping, keeping your head centered on the next experience at Ireland's four courts. But when you see how much this thing has grown since you guys started up in 2012, when you see how what we talked about earlier from you and a couple other stragglers watching games at the pub to, you know, all these people coming in to, to be a part of this experience. What do you think is, is, is the next big goal for Arlington Spurs as a Tottenham Supporters club? Well, yeah, we do to some extent
6: take it one day or, or even maybe one season at a time. Um, it's actually quite a lot of work. We, we do a lot of, we arrange a lot of events, We do social events, we do happy hours. We had uh, an outdoor soccer team. Um, that was playing for a couple of seasons. Um, we're having a holiday party this year. You know, all of those kind of things take up a lot of time. Every year we get a different item of merchandise made up with uh, branded with Arlington Spurs. So we've had T-shirts before. We've had football scarves. Um, we're actually just deciding what to get made for this year. Um, you know, we've got the uh, the involvement with Darren Anderton. Um, all of these things take up a lot of time and effort for us. So. As we go forward, we just sort of expand. When We have we have a, an AGM every year where we all get together and everyone has the opportunity to uh, come up with suggestions for other things that we could do. So we just sort of take it as it comes. Uh, we keep expanding our numbers and our resources and adding more events as we go, and uh, we just uh, take it in whatever direction the members want to go in.
3: How did the Arlington Spurs uh, uh, soccer team do? Uh, surprisingly well, actually. Um
6: uh, so we played for two seasons and then we took a, a little break um i think the first season we uh, we lost in the playoffs and the second season
3: we won the league so we did alright well, i was going to ask if you guys you know were just perennial middle of the table finishers like like the club <laughs> that you guys support yeah, no, we did um, our best hey. to finish finished fifth <laughs> <laughs> all right arlington spurs has won a title now it's up for for the club that they support to, to follow <laughs> suit. Come on, Mauricio. We'll talk about Mr. Pochettino. <laughs> Uh, in in the next segment, because I want to actually get uh, in in depth on on Pochettino because he's such a fascinating character, and I, I love what he's brought to the Premier League, and I love talking to to neutrals, people who are who are not supporters of Tottenham, people who support other clubs, and and the the appreciation that all these other people seem to have for Mauricio Pochettino. It's deeper than just what he's bringing to Tottenham. We'll talk about uh, both of those aspects of his uh, managerial reign in the next segment, but I got to ask you real quick here in the final minute. And half that we got in the segment tell us what the the flowing beverage is really during a, a tottenham match at ireland's four courts you guys are in, in the eastern american time zone so you're at, at good times a day here you could mix it up you could do uh, all, all variety of things what's your favorite beverage during a tottenham match at ireland's four courts and what are most people drinking
6: um beer you said short. Any simple, any,
3: right? any, speci- any specific beer?
6: <laughs> a good pint of Guinness makes for a fine breakfast, and, and they serve a great pint of Guinness at the Ireland's Four Courts. Um, but uh, you know what? Everyone has something different. There are even a few people drinking water and coffee for the seven thirty a.m. kickoffs.
3: Well, there you have it. I cannot wait to get over to uh, Ireland's Four Courts. And uh, any anything else? Any other you know good good little uh, little nuances there at at the pub? Anything else special we should know about?
6: Well, I mean, it is great that we have. We basically have representation from from almost every Premier League team there. So, whoever you're playing, there's going to be a few people uh, from the opposing team, uh, which will, or, always improves the atmosphere. Um, and actually, the London clubs are very well represented there. Um, well, I was going to say there's a very large representation from Chelsea, but there used to be. It's been dwindling rapidly this season for obvious. Oh, seasons.
3: surprising! Surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you have it. His name is Gary Brooks. My name is Nate Abarrea, and as promised, we'll get into uh, Tottenham's season and Mauricio Pochettino on the other side of this break. Very much enjoying this conversation. Shout-out again to Ireland's four courts, and shout-out to all of the pubs across the country who have embraced these supporters' clubs of, of teams in England or even other parts of the world and truly embraced them and gave these supporters, whether they're in California or Arlington, Virginia or anywhere in between a place to call their home and enjoy a nice morning Guinness and a match of football. We're back after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned.
1: Get better than Black Friday deals at Lumber Liquidators Yellow and Black Friday Flooring Sale. Every floor in stock is on sale, including all prefinished hardwood on sale from an unheard of 89 cents. All wood-look tile on sale from 79 cents. All laminate and vinyl flooring on sale from an unbeatable 39 cents. Plus, save on bamboo, tools, installation, and more deals in your local store. And pay no interest till 2018. Who said Black Friday was the only day to save? Get deals all week at the Yellow and Black Friday Flooring Sale. Going on now. Visit LumberLiquidators.com
2: to find a store near you. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lynn had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at iqlaservision.com That's iqlaservision.com. IQ Laser
4: Vision.
2: And now,
3: more of World Soccer Talk Radio, right here on Sports Byline and sportsbyline.com. Welcome back in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is still... Nate Abarea, and you can still tweet me with the love mail and the hate mail that you are oh so good at sending. It's at Nate WST. That's my handle. And you can get it all of us at World Soccer Talk. Be sure to also follow at Sports Byline USA for updates on this program and the rest of the shows underneath the Sports Byline radio umbrella. And the show today brought to you by Audible. And Audible has a free book for you. The real challenge with Audible is picking which book you want. They've got 180,000 titles, bestsellers, fiction, biographies, you name it, and quite a few good soccer books to choose from, including the new business book from Sir Alex Ferguson entitled Leading, where he shares his insight about the leadership skills he used at that club known as Manchester United. One more shout out to our our good friend Rebecca Lowe and that Premier League download interview that Rebecca conducted with Sir Alex Ferguson. I'm telling you, when you watch that Premier League download and you watch that interview that Rebecca conducted, you're going to want to read this book from Sir Alex Ferguson. That's coming from a Liverpool fan. That is coming from someone who absolutely despises every Thing that is Sir Alex Ferguson and I've already checked out leading it is fantastic so be sure to check out that interview with Rebecca and definitely get your hands on that book as well And you can get it for free you get an audio version of it for free through audible there's also the John Motson autobiography the Bobby Charlton book and the secret footballers guide to the modern game and oh so many more. You can get the New York Times. You get the Wall Street Journal. It's all available to you for free for 30 days, and you cancel during the first 30 days. You pay absolutely nothing. The book is yours to keep no matter what, but I think that you'll be hooked. Audible is a great way to listen to your favorite authors on your commute or at the gym or wherever you need them, on the train, on a plane, wherever you may need them. You can take them with you with Audible. Here's the deal. Your free audiobook is available today at audibletrial.com slash World Soccer Talk. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash World Talk. Write it down. Get on it. First month absolutely free. You get a free audio book of your choosing. Any book that you want and that is yours to keep no matter what. Sign up today. Again, audibletrial.com slash worldsoccertalk cheers to Audible for their support of this show making it possible for me to be talking to you every Monday through Friday right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network iTunes TuneIn Stitcher and iHeartRadio and of course the website worldsoccertalk.com we're talking all about the Arlington Spurs with Gary Brooks of the the Arlington Spurs Supporters Club out there in, uh, in Arlington, Virginia. It's time to actually talk now about the current season involving the team that all those beautiful folks out there in Arlington, Virginia, actually support. Let's talk Tottenham here in 2015, coming up on 2016, Gary. Fifth place in that clump at the top, four points off of first, I mean, as a Tottenham fan, as we're joking about all the, 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 the misery that goes with being a Tottenham supporter, you guys gotta be feeling pretty damn good right now.
6: It's, it's not a bad time. I, I, <laughs> I mean, we're still fifth, but um, as you say, it's, it's, it's very narrow at the top of the table. And um, just some of the displays you've seen from all of those teams in the top four this season give you some confidence that uh, at least one of them could be overtaken. Um, obviously, Tottenham are on this great undefeated run. Um, but really need to turn that into some more wins because those draws will kill you eventually.
3: Now, you're two points off of Arsenal. I mean that that's got to be uh, of all of them. I mean look, we we have Leicester City t- tied on points at the top there, you know, down on goal difference below Manchester City. Who knows how long that's going to last? That's a, an argument for a, a, another show entirely because that's a fun one to have and and we we've we've already had quite a few on Twitter and I uh, very much enjoyed the two Robbie's on NBC recently uh discussing whether or not Leicester can can stay with this pace and and stay with the big boys. We shall see, but w- when you look right there and you see Tottenham two points behind Arsenal. Talk about what that means and the fact that I mean it's fifth and fourth. I know we're early. We're only fourteen games into this thing, but Tottenham and Arsenal in fifth and fourth. I, I feel like I've I've seen this dance before, Gary.
6: Yeah, I have seen that before. Uh <laughs> but um as you say, it's it's early in the season. I think there are there are enough signs on, on both sides of that divide. Um, that either of those teams could could finish within a wide range, anywhere between uh, maybe even first, all the way down to about eighth or ninth. Um, but uh, consistency tends to be the key, and that's why it makes us really happy that Tottenham have gone on this undefeated run for such a long time. And and really, what it comes down to is that w- we've turned into something that we haven't been for a very long time, which is hard to beat. And that is why uh, Pochettino is getting a lot of the credit because. Uh, you really can You really can look at the team and see that he has got them playing with a different style and a different intensity. They seem to like the way that they're playing. They're very happy. There's a lot of young players uh, who have come along and improved rapidly. There's a lot of players who've been around for a little while but seem to have been uh, perhaps not quite transformed but have gotten back to their best, uh, for example, Dembele, or have rapidly improved like Lamela. Um, you've got all of these players like seem to be playing at about the best of their ability. Harry Kane's back scoring again. Again, there's just a lot of positives to talk about.
3: All right, I want to go back to last year real quick and 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 slide it right back in to this season because when Pochettino came to Tottenham. It was there was a whole lot of talk about the the style of football and, and the beauty that he wanted to bring to White Hart Lane and and it was great on a lot of levels and there were some Tottenham fans who who did have some patience who were who were very enthused by this idea of of really revolutionizing the the, the style of of football played by the club at the club but. Now there's this added layer to it, and that is that they play the beautiful game, and they're also, as you said, they're tough to beat. There, there's a a combination this year that I don't think was, was as present last season where there's the beautiful game, there's play to feet, there's beautiful passing, flowing football, and... There's also some grit. There's also some backbone in this team this year. And, and rightfully so, Pochettino is getting a lot of credit for that. Talk about what you think he maybe learned through the first season in the Premier League. First season for him at the helm of Tottenham last season and how he's taken what he's learned into this Premier League campaign. Well, I don't know whether
6: he he learned anything himself or or whether that's just the time that it takes to to implement the style that he wanted to do and to get the right players in place because to be honest, not that much has changed at the back with the one very significant um addition of uh, Toby Alderweireld at the back uh, who's been an absolute revelation. I've been reading all over the internet, uh, various people calling him the signing of the season. Um, so far and there's been a lot of very good signings playing this season and so that's a that's a very high compliment I think uh, he certainly should get a lot of that credit, but you also the thing that um, Mopo has probably contributed is the midfield adding so much defensive uh, Grit as you say to the team uh, so when you look at Eric Dyer and uh, Deli Ali, and even Ryan Mason when he's come in and Dembele when he's been playing in that position Every one of them has has contributed hugely to the defence of the team. Um, and another thing, obviously, that the Mopo's big on is uh, is the fitness. Apparently, he has these players just running and running and running during training, and you can see it in the games that they play at such a high intensity. And for those, especially the two midfielders who sit in front of the defence, their job is to support the attack and support the defence all game long. And when you see the statistics of how far they're running in in one individual game, especially Deli Ali who really does contribute well going forward and is also acting as a as a defensive midfielder, it it's staggering really and it, it's nothing really revolutionary necessarily, but I think it's just a case of combining a lot of the right elements um all together in one place. And really really that's the manager's job. And I think Mopo's just just got everything coming together at the moment.
3: Well, players definitely seem like they want to play for him. They want to go out there and give everything that they have in their Respective tanks for their manager, for Mopo, for Mauricio Pochettino, whatever we want to call him here. They want to play for him. These Tottenham lads. It really does seem that way, and. And when you look around the Premier League, and look, I'm not just talking about Jose Mourinho because there's so many other examples of this. But over the last few years, guys who, who alienate their own players, I mean, things that we've seen with various managers at Newcastle over the last few seasons, at the other club way up there in the north, at Sunderland, what we've seen... With, with Alan Pardew over the years, when he'll have a falling out at, at, at a club, again, that was actually another Newcastle reference, so we'll try, to, we'll try to break back down to other clubs. You look again, though, what's going on with Mourinho right now? You see managers have falling outs at their clubs, the way Brendan Rodgers kind of sadly faded out at Liverpool there. When you see a guy like Mauricio Pochettino, what does it mean to you as a Tottenham fan? Because it's not just his players wanting to play for him, he has a respect uh, around the league he, he's garnered this respect from fans of other teams even i i i, I joked about it. i said that half jokingly earlier in the show but i i really mean that 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 there's this respect level that I don't see for a lot of opposing managers in terms of how opposing fans view Mauricio Pochettino. So, I mean, as a Tottenham fan and as just a fan of the English game, talk about what that means, seeing how he conducts himself, his relationship with other managers, with his own fans, with his own players, with other players. Talk about that aspect of Mauricio Pochettino.
6: Yeah, I think for one thing, he just comes across like a very nice guy. And we shouldn't underestimate the importance of that in terms of you know, <laughs> the way that other people are going to feel about him. Um, you know, there are plenty of reasons to dislike certain other managers around the league, either because of their attitude to the media or their fans or the opposing teams or the managers. You don't hear Mopo talking a lot of uh, smack about other teams. Um he he does other things like uh, he's got a good reputation both at southampton and now at tottenham of bringing through young players and developing that that young talent through the uh, the in-house academy and people have a lot of respect for doing that as opposed to just going out and throwing money around um and uh yeah. again i just i just don't there isn't really anything to dislike about him he he's been successful he's done he seems to have done a good job with you know not the resources of a man city or a man united or any of the, uh, the the top couple of teams, um, so you know what what is there not to like about him he He also seems to have uh, a good balance um, of sort of warmth versus um a hard side with with the players because you can tell that he's doing a good job of nurturing the talent um, but you also see little things like with Andros Townsend recently where he misbehaves and mopo demoted him to go go train and play with the under twenty ones and said this is the price you pay. And then when it was sorted out, he said, then we bring you back. And it's just a no-nonsense approach. He didn't do anything unnecessarily harsh. He just said, we're not going to take any of this. You're going to be punished. And then when you serve your punishment, you can, you can come back and be part of the team. And yet to be seen whether Andros Townsend will be part of the plans going
3: forward. But, but you know, I like that he just dealt with that in a simple, no-nonsense way. Well, it's a really good point there about how he dealt with Townsend, and it's also a really good point that you made there about the academy system, about the youth teams at Tottenham, and and look, if somebody's going to be given the blessing to to put more focus on that and build something from the ground up, as opposed to falling for this this new age monetary style of going out and just splashing the cash and trying to compete with the big boys, which is a a recipe for inevitable disaster. If a manager is going to go the route that Pochettino's going, he's got to be given some time. I mean, that's a project where we're talking years. We're talking five to ten years for something like that to develop. Now, in the, the ADD culture of of, of treating managers in, in English football, will a manager be given that amount of time? Is it about more than just the results on a Premier League pitch or, or on a Europa League pitch or a, a cup pitch? Can it actually be about what he's doing for the club on a deeper level? That remains to be seen. I hope, and this is, I'm not a Tottenham supporter myself. I'm just a fan of the English game in this regard. I hope that he's given that amount of time because I have a feeling that he is going to lay out a glorious blueprint for other clubs to do it this way in the near and distant future. So cheers to you, Mauricio Pochettino, and come on, you you bored folks at Tottenham. Keep this man around for quite some time. He is a visionary. And as Gary rightfully pointed out, he just seems like a pretty nice dude. So, hey, in the final minute and a half that we got left here with you, Gary, I have to ask you about Citizen Kane. I have to ask you about everybody's favorite English forward. Well, most people's favorite English forward. The hottest pick of all last season when he burst onto the scene. Harry Kane, how will he finish the season for Tottenham? We still got 24 Premier League matches to go. Tottenham still alive in the Europa League, of course. And will Harry Kane, this is the $64,000 question here, will Harry Kane play for England? In Euro 2016, Gary Brooks,
6: I would be very surprised if he didn't. Um, there's obviously a lot of talk about Wayne Rooney. Um, I think uh, in in a big tournament, um, he hasn't tended to perform too well. There's a lot of competition this year. There's actually a lot of you know English strikers who are playing very well and are going to be pushing for those places. So there's you know there's a long time to go before that happens. Uh, I think it's hugely significant that Harry Kane went through the blank spell that he did at the start of this season and has come back so strongly. Um, He could have easily had this huge season last year and then just trickled along with 10 goals this season. Uh, To go so long without scoring at the beginning of the season and never, ever have lost the faith in himself, never have stopped trying, he he was still playing very well. And after every single game, he just kept saying, I know it's going to come, I know it's going to come. And eventually it did. And he looks like the player he was last season. And so obviously what we hope is he can just continue that for as, as long as humanly possible um, without getting so good that Real Madrid come and take him.
3: <laughs> what a perfect way to close. Gary Brooks, thank you so much for your time. Look forward to getting out to Ireland's four courts in Arlington, Virginia sometime and enjoying a match with y'all. Cheers for everything that you guys are doing out there, what it represents and all the best of luck in the in the near and distant futures to the Arlington Spurs. Thanks again, Gary. Thanks very much, Nate. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs> that was Gary Brooks of the aforementioned Arlington Spurs. We're back after this on World Soccer Talk Radio, taking the express train home. Come back, will you?
7: Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800 760 4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. Eight ninety-five.
3: another huge thank you to Gary Brooks and a tip of my cap to the good folks from the Arlington Spurs. Look forward to getting out to Ireland's four courts in Arlington, Virginia someday soon and catching a Tottenham match with you crazy lot. Very much enjoyed that. Hey, I want to end the show by going back to what I opened the show with, talking about that Grant Wall Sports Illustrated interview with the soccer Don Garber. And I had some some things to say on Twitter last night. And I was asked by a good friend of mine who is actually a Major League Soccer employee. They asked me, they said, so God, with all the things that you're saying, are you going to watch MLS Cup on Sunday? And I said, look, listen here. My opinions of Don Garber have nothing to do with my appreciation of the players, fans, and coaches of the Columbus crew and Portland Timbers. You know I'll be watching Sunday. Talk to you tomorrow. World Soccer Talk Radio. Bye
1: for now.